Hello, and welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast, where we share tips, tricks, and hacks on how to practice gratitude daily. Whether you're a gratitude guru or you've lost your gratitude journal once again, we've got you covered. We share personal and authentic stories from our guests who are entrepreneurs, business professionals, parents, caregivers, and everyday human beings just like you and I. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm an intuitive business and health coach, and I'm here to inspire you to choose to wake up with gratitude every single day. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. It's Julie Boyer here, and if you're listening to this on release day, I just want to honor the fact that May the 4th be with you. Yes, I am a lifelong Star Wars fan. I absolutely love all of the Star Wars movies. I mean, some of them more than others, but I do really enjoy the last three that were recently released. I have been a diehard fan since I was a child, so just wanted to make sure I addressed and said, may the fourth be with you. Now, in today's episode, I have the opportunity to interview Cheryl Brewster and As I was listening to the episode again to prepare for the introduction, I started taking notes and I started taking a lot of notes. So I will advise you that if you're listening to this while driving or walking, you might want to listen to it again and grab some notes. We talk about some beautiful, mystical, and magical experiences that she had. We learn what the ABCs of intuition are and something called you theory, Uh, We talk about all these incredible things around leadership and the call to be authentic leaders and trauma and spiritual awakening. And yeah, there's a lot in this interview. So I'm very excited that you'll be listening to the time that I spent with Cheryl. I invite you also maybe for your second go round to check out the YouTube video. Cheryl has this really beautiful smile and energy about her. So it's worth checking out and watching the YouTube video. The link to that is in the show notes, or you can just find me on YouTube at Julie CM Boyer on YouTube. Super easy to find. And one last quick note before we dive into the episode, there's only a few days left for my first ever spring sale in my shop. If you haven't been to take a look at my online store yet, please visit wakeupwithgratitude.com. And right now I have a spring sale on all in-stock items. So that includes the thank you cards that come in a set of 30, which goes right along with my set of 30 days of gratitude book, as well as some smaller sets of six where you can mix and match the different available gratitude cards and make your own set of 30 as well or just choose six. So if you want to save 15% on in-stock items, please use the code SPRINGSALE21 at checkout. So that's wakeupwithgratitude.com. Use the code SPRINGSALE21 at checkout, all caps, and you'll save 15% on those in-stock items. My friends, please welcome Cheryl Brewster to the podcast. Hello friends, welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and today I'm welcoming Cheryl Brewster. Hello, my friend. Hey, Julie. Oh, it's so fun to have you here. I just love your energy and your passion and your enthusiasm and your 
call to joy for the world. For those who haven't had the chance to meet Cheryl yet, she is a professional intuitive, a mindset coach, and an amazing, amazing speaker. She has a book coming out called Limitless, The Call to Joy in Life and Business. And she has such an incredibly powerful story because as much as we see her in joy today and the, you know, full of love and compassion, um, I know that like most of us, Cheryl has been through some difficult and challenging times in her life. So Cheryl, I'd love for you to share a little bit about, you know, your journey to becoming a professional intuitive, because I have a feeling that's not exactly where you started. <laughs> no, it's not. And, and yes, I, I laughingly explain that I came into my work kicking and screaming the whole way. And uh, my background did, didn't welcome this kind of idea at all. And so I had a, what I call a calling to learn everything I could about being intuitive and what that meant, because I knew that I wanted to live my life with deeper purpose and to live my fullest potential possible. So when this calling came, I was really resistant because I thought this is weird stuff. So I was the biggest skeptic, skeptic of them all. But as I studied and had my own experiences, I began to see that, you know, there's there's always greater dimensions of reality. And if we haven't been exposed to them, of course, we're going to be skeptical and, and doubt. So until we have our own experiences, which I did. Uh, so so what I do is I, I teach intuitive development. I do intuitive readings and I teach workshops on how to use intuition and spirituality in business as a vehicle for consciousness and a vehicle for personal and professional growth and also a vehicle that really um, invites this greater participation of who we really are. And right now I'm teaching a lot about creativity and I love it because it's full permission to think outside the box and really listen what wants to come out and listening to those muses as well. So you said you've had some experiences that kind of led you to this work. Can you maybe dive a little bit deeper in the, into this for us? Sure, sure. You know, even as a little kid being in nature, whenever I was in nature, I remember getting up super early to watch the sunrise and it would be the most exquisite experiences of connection to, to source, to connection to, to God, to spirit, to the universe. And, and then as I, I grew into my intuitive development, I would have experiences, you know, that still small voice. And I was at a particular retreat and I was outside wrestling with God, talking to God, saying, why are you doing this to me? You know, all this intuitive psychic stuff. Why are you doing this to me? And it was the most ex extraordinary experience because we were on a mountaintop retreat. I saw a mist coming down the mountain and it got closer and closer. And then it surrounded me and I'm going, whoa. <laughs> and and my, this, I call it the voice, uh, said to me, and it was like God speaking, this is who you thought, I was. Let me show you who I really am. And then from there, I've had many, many mystical experiences, and one of which I, I, I experienced a, um, a death experience just this last Christmas day, where in, in, en route into the ambulance, went into this place of expanded consciousness and was very clearly experiencing oneness and and being instructed to come back to talk about my experience and how it's so important that every thought we think and every action we take comes from love 
and, and to really pay attention to, you know, what am I really thinking? What am I really feeling? And how am I really communicating? And especially now with the changes we're seeing in the economy around the world and the planet, it's like, okay, something really big and important is happening. And are we taking the time to listen and have really open up to this grand adventure of life? Oh my goodness. I got chills as you were telling your story, especially about the mist and the mountaintop and the, there's a lot of beautiful mysticism in what you're sharing and this beautiful connection that we have. And it, it, I will agree with you that being out in nature really does help us bring us closer to God, higher consciousness to the like eternal energy that flows through the world. You know, one of, you know, that I love the sunrise. That is my place to go. My passion, my, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to just, I'm going to interrupt the interview with a really funny story from this morning. This is how I'm driven to go to the sunrise. So I got up, it's April, just for those that are wondering, and it's uh, Vancouver Island. So it's a, like a mild place. Mm-hmm. And I get in the car to go to the beach and there's hail. It's like, it's kind of it's hail. Okay. It's like, I'm sure by the time I get to the beach, the hail will be done because it's April. Nope. <laughs> Driving to the beach. The, the road is covered. It's white. I get to the beach and I can see the sky is kind of clear, but it's hailing. So it's just like, I went anyways and I experienced this hail and I experienced a sunrise while it was hailing in April and the trees were blooming and the flowers were out. It was it to me, if that's not a mystical, magical experience, I don't know what is because there's never been anything like it. And I don't really ever see myself running into that kind of thing again. So, you know, like your experience on the mountaintop, right? You can go to that mountaintop again and again and again, and it's, it's not going to be the same. It's never going to happen again. So Oh, I just wanted to share that, that connection that, that you brought up with that connection to nature and that connection to, to spirit and to so much more. So I'm curious, you know, when you went through that moment, um, you said you were in an ambulance over Christmas. So what had happened? How did you end up in an ambulance? (laughs) Well, I'd, I'd had a, a, a stumble and fell on concrete and broke my arm. So, yeah, it was very, very painful. And uh, the ambulance people um, were giving me laughing gas. And and it, it as a result of the gas, it, it, to dull the pain, I literally felt myself leave my body. Now, I didn't physically flatline in the ambulance. However, I have had experiences before as profound in, in using the breath because I've I've learned holotropic breathing, and when you breathe really quickly, you you do go into an altered state because you're changing the chemistry of the body. And in this altered state a few years ago, I had the most extraordinary experience again, and it was like, wow. And in that experience, uh, it was like the joy of Christmas morning because I was I blew up into light with with my 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 mom, my dad, my brother, my sister. We all blew up into light and it was this experience of pure joy like the excitement of Christmas morning and we were all saying to each other in this experience it's all about love it's all about love and that that joy and so fast forward three three four years later Christmas day I break my arm it puts me into this experience and 
when I got to the hospital, en route to the hospital and at the hospital, I'm going, wow. And it was as if I was putting the two experiences together. And the pain that I was feeling uh, was it was like birthing a new reality, a physical birth combined with a spiritual, because I believe that we're always growing, always expanding. So this kind of spiritual rebirth combined with the physical pain culminated in this experience of remember that, you know, this earth plane existence that we're on at times is very painful. And I've certainly experienced my fair share of what I would call tragedy in human terms, and yet an invitation to spiritual awakening in, in, in soul terms. So to put it all together and to know that we can and do survive the most difficult of experiences, and within that there is a strength and an opening that is born that is bigger than the pain, bigger than the fear, bigger than the trauma. And so the, the book that I'm currently writing, The Call to Joy, talks about that because we, through obstacles, have the opportunity to flourish. And it may not feel like it at the time, but it is there nonetheless. So, And that's why I'm very, very passionate about what I do because I have experienced my fair share of pain. And I also know that we have grace that supports us through it all. And, and so the importance... And I love your story of how you listened and you went to watch the sunrise anyway. And this extraordinary experience that you had. And that, Julie, I believe is what it's all about. That's following through in your intuition. That's taking action and that's that's expansion. And and I love what you do with your gratitude work because gratitude uh, s synchronizes us. To this bigger movement, this bigger energy, this bigger possibilities, and the power and the grace to overcome obstacles. There's a lot of wisdom in what you just shared, and beauty in your words. I really feel that you're just a you're, you're a powerful speaker with a voice that just makes me feel good. I just I'm lighting up. I know you're not watching the video; most of you're watching the are listening to the audio. But there is a light that comes from your words. And I love what you said, bringing it back to the intuition that I follow this morning. I do actually believe that I have a sunrise intuition. And, you know, I just listen to it now. And it's funny because I have a friend that I often meet up for sunrise, my friend Wally. He's an older man. And we just happen to like, you know, over time, we just end up, sometimes we just like end up at the same beach, you know, not planning it. But this morning I messaged him. I said, Hey, I'm, I'm heading out anyway to the beach. And he's like, you are? I was like, yeah, yeah, it's just a bit of hail, <laughs> you know, but he said to me after he said, I'm just, I'm so grateful that you actually went. Cause I don't know that I would have gone if you hadn't gone. Right. And it's that like, that pull. And then we, and then I got to share this experience with a friend who might not have experienced it. And I think the more of us that lean into um, our own intuition and our own, you mentioned about like the discovering who we are and who we are authentically, that that really has a, a profound effect on what's going on in our world. There is a massive shift going on. Now you spend time, you mentioned working in business, you spend time with leaders. And how does this work translate into business leadership? Because I feel like the two might, you know, not always work well together. In the past, I don't think 
they necessarily did. I don't think we were allowed to uh, really dig deep. I see spirituality as a, as a, a solid foundation in business and that we must combine the two because when we're talking about spirituality, it's not about religion. Spirituality is about living your highest core values, whatever they are, whatever religion you are or are not. Yeah. And so I have, I, I love to study and learn, as you can tell by the bookshelf behind me. And I, I, I'm a keener, so it's like, whoa. Uh, recently, something called U theory came into my life. And U theory is in business and leadership at the higher, highest levels. And it's, it's an amazing process. So if you imagine the letter U, it's all about leading from insert, leading using uncertainty to lead, to guide. And, yeah. and it's very intuitive in nature and it's, it's described as, as the letter U. So as you come down the U, you're bringing with you your, your problems that need solutions. You're, and you're also bringing with you your blind spots. And, and as you get to the bottom of the U, you're using that time to go into your own heart, to go into quiet, to go into stillness. It's called presencing. And I love that term. So you're connecting to source. And you're being open and using the principles of mindfulness, for example, um, beginner's mind. It's like, I think such a powerful part of intuition and business is dropping what we know and being open to what we haven't discovered yet. Mm. So at the bottom of that you is where the current self is meeting the future self. And, and then as they combine and integrate, they come up the other side, expansive, open so that solutions can land. Now, I, when I found that in, in business and in the leadership and business material I was reading and studying, I cried literally because I thought, wow, I'd not seen it um, so succinctly explained before. Mm -hmm. And it so matches what I have developed through the years, my own system, which I call the ABCs of intuition. So here I've created something on my own all these years, and then I see it in business and leadership, and I'm going, wow. So this bigger picture that we're all tapped into, so whether we call it the ABCs, whether we call it, whether we call it you theory, or whether we just call it common sense, <laughs> which yeah. it is. Yeah. It's like, it, it, and, and so the invitation here too is leading from the edge of uncertainty. So this ability that to hone and to polish and to build this skill of being very comfortable in uncertainty and, and being able to let go of our fears and our judgments. Uh, that's true business leadership, I believe. And, and, and also, um, I'm just uh, looking at a book I just purchased recently, Steve Farber. I was had the pleasure of being on a webinar with him yesterday. His book title is Love is Just Damn Good Business. Do what you love in the service of people who love what you do. We'll be right back to the podcast after this quick word from our sponsor. As I'm recording this, I have finished 20 of the 30 days of this year's 30-day whole body detox. Now, you might have heard me talking about this before in an earlier episode as I was starting it. 
And I have to tell you that this program really is a total game changer. You know, last year I mentioned that we skipped the 30 day whole body detox because it was the beginning of the pandemic and it just didn't seem the right time to be making any really serious lifestyle changes. You know, I've been doing this every single year with the exception of last year since 2012. And every year I'm surprised at how incredibly amazing I feel once I've hit the halfway mark. The biggest thing for me is the excitement and motivation I have to build my business and to invest in myself. I don't really understand how taking nutritional supplements, changing the food that I'm eating, having more green juice, having less caffeine and no alcohol for 30 days affects my mood in such an incredible way, but I know that it does. Listen, if you're struggling right now, if you're finding it hard to get motivated, if you just feel like spring doesn't feel like spring, take a closer look at this program. Visit 30daywholebodydetox.com to learn all the details on how this works. We would love to have you join one of our groups starting in May. It's a fantastic program. You can start at any time. And the amazing thing is this program is a free gift with purchase of the USANA nutritional supplements that support healthy digestion and detoxification. Take a closer look at 30daywholebodydetox.com. Now that we've heard from our sponsor, let's get back into the episode. I really feel like that is an amazing, amazing way to live because why we both, you know, we've both spent time connecting to what's beyond. And what we know is that a, our time here is limited mm-hmm. and B, why are we wasting time doing things that we just can't stand doing? It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of things you said in there that I would just want to maybe get a little bit more on. Cause I want to make sure that I'm clear on what they mean. Um, so presencing. So what exactly, like, is it something, is it an action that you take? Is it a a pause? Is it a moment? Can you explain that one again for me? Sure. So presencing is where you're deliberately taking the time to connect with source. Okay. So for example, you deliberately took time today to connect with the sunrise. Mm. Right. Okay. You came away with a, a profound experience. So presencing in business is we're, we're, we're listening deeply and we're, we're allowing the, um, our minds to quieten down. And particularly these days where business can be related to survival. So, you know, the primal brain kicks in and fear, uh, flight, fright, flight, freeze kicks in. So this deep presencing allows for, uh, for us to give safe passage to those feelings so they can flow through. So, so, and that's what I love to teach in the work that I do. It's like, let's take this, let's work with it. This is, this is, um, I call it black gold. It's like oil bubbling up. We need, we need to harness that power. We need to refine it. I love what you said about safe passage for those feelings. That's great because I also am, you know, trying to encourage people to allow themselves to feel. I've learned that from my daughter, actually. She's 10. She's a lot of big feelings. She's an empath, highly sensitive child, a lot of big feelings. And if those feelings aren't allowed to go through her or move through her, 
it builds up and then she really loses control and she doesn't like that. She doesn't want to feel like that. So I've been working with ways to help her to let the emotion flow through, express it in a way that's safe and not allow it to like sit there. So I love that word, that safe passage for emotion. So I'm going to use that next time I, I see her struggling because I'm sure she will, because that's life is always full of big emotions. So amazing. Now, you, um, when we spoke before we did the podcast, you mentioned something about transformational communication mm -hmm. and what I, I'd be really curious to hear more about what that looks like. Cause it, it sounds like it's a really amazing way forward for us. I believe it is. And I've certainly experienced it in my own life and continue to. So transformational communication is a program that I have developed over the years where we are taking um, typical, let's say typical communication tools like assertive communication, which is about speaking directly and also using active listening. What makes this transformational communication are a variety of tools and techniques where we're really taking the time, again, presencing to be present. Those ABCs, because when we uh, go into conflict situations, sometimes we forget everything we know. <laughs> And so these ABCs slow us down. I'll always remember my ABCs no matter what's going on. So aware, breathe, and connect to the heart. So including the heart in this process is uh, vibrationally uh, very, very powerful because it keeps us in our center and it also invites safe space subconsciously for the other person. So when we're dealing perhaps in a conflict situation where someone is very resistant, very angry and lashing out, that ability to stay centered and not take that on yourself and, and to be able to stay so centered and clear that you're able to respond because you've, you've taken the training, you've practiced those tools. So it, it's a combination of memorization because memorization we, we just have a like a fallback position but it's also a combination of really staying present conscious and very clear on the outcome and we can't necessarily uh, control situations or people like we'd like but we <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time we controlled other people and situations yeah that doesn't always go over so well. Really well we can certainly set our own intentions for our own behavior and our own reactions but you know, there's a lot to be said to taking action, taking inspired action, doing what feels right for you, aligned with your intuition, mm -hmm. and then also releasing the fact that you are not responsible for how other people are going to react. And I'm not saying it's easy. I'm certainly not, but I'm working on it. And I love what you said too about that when conflict arises is going back to those ABCs. You said it was being aware Aware, yes, aware, aware. And, and so this is this depresencing, right? Okay. Because we're taught, literally, uh, our experience is, is not to be aware of our feelings. We're taught to stifle our yeah. feelings, right? So as we give those feelings safe passage, uh, uh, they can move through us and they don't have to become overwhelming and they don't have to become aggressive. And, you know, that's our tendency. That's our knee-jerk reaction. So that's why this training is so important. So aware. Okay. What am I feeling right now? Okay. Yep. There it is. 
<laughs> there it is. And to breathe it through, to take those three conscious, deliberate breaths to breathe that through can be absolutely life-changing because now I'm putting myself back in control. This, this, this deeper wisdom mm-hmm. is now back in control rather than my reactive personality or emotions. And, you know, emotional mm-hmm. intelligence is a skill that is learned through practice. So aware, breathe, connect, connect to the heart. Now, when we connect to the heart, we are connecting to this deeper, bigger wisdom. And when we're connecting to the heart, so here's another way of looking at it too, is that when you're so clear on your why, on why you want to do this, now there's enthusiasm, now there's potential, now there's creativity, there's something in it for you. So I call that the call to joy. It's like, Yes, this is super hard. However, over here is my my higher self. Mm. My best version of myself is also here. I'm going to breathe into that. I'm going to breathe into the into the power of that. I'm going to breathe into the joy of that in this difficult experience. And I, I you know, I I, <laughs> I have some challenging. Uh, with our children there there will always I think they are our biggest test because we love them so much and and we're very protective of them and this is where I find it the most challenging because my mama mare protection will come up right and it's like wait a minute I'm going to breathe into okay what's really going on here connect to that heart and that for me has been so transformational and continues to be because we will always be met with challenges that are here to remove a veil. And so there's a reframe here around challenge as well. Challenge as as a vehicle for growth as opposed to, oh. Yes, yes. I'm 100% yes on that one. Challenge as the vehicle for growth. To me, there's no other way. Like that's how we grow is through the challenges. And that's a decision we make. Yes. Right? We make the decision. Our challenges can either take us out of the game Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Or really put us into it in a way that we never experienced before. And yeah, I'm hundred percent on board with that. And I love, you know, what's so interesting is one of my favorite ways to um, use gratitude in a situation is it, under conflict or stress is I recommend that people, um, what they do is they stop, they open a door, open a window, step outside, whatever they can do and stop and feel the earth take three deep breaths, right? To stop the cycle and then say out loud, just three things that they're grateful for that connection. So it's so interesting how a lot of our work is just so beautifully aligned with different language and ways of using it and beautiful wisdom. Um, You mentioned Cheryl a little bit about gratitude and some of the work that you do. I'd love to hear a little bit more about how it shows up in your life. Absolutely. I'm going to use an example um, of a very difficult period I'd gone through. You know, it was a dark night of the soul, definitely for me. And I was having a hard time being grateful, very hard time. And and it was like, how can I be grateful in this situation? Because I just couldn't find it. So I, I kind of reverse engineered it. And I thought, well, what would get me to gratitude? And what came up for me was how 
I had a choice to give pain a productive purpose. That was the first one. The second one was that I was going to hold sacred whatever was happening to me and whatever I was feeling, that there was a sacredness that was happening at the same time. And as soon as I embraced this idea of sacredness, it was like, oh, okay. And, and it immediately brought me back to grace, that even though there are times I cannot feel that there is a grace here. And I believe that this is part of the work that we're doing and a very important part. And this goes back to those ABCs, awareness. And to be able to catch ourselves when we're going off, when we're not being grateful. So, um, ironically, my battery light just came on because I wasn't plugged into source. Now I am. The literal source of energy. <laughs> I love it. But you were just saying, I mean, that's it. That's It's about like being connected and and connecting through gratitude and connecting to source in all these beautiful ways. And I love what you, I love that you use the example of you were in a moment where you couldn't find the gratitude because I think sometimes that's where a lot of many people are stuck. They don't know where, you know, to find the gratitude. Absolutely. And this for me is transformational communication because transformational communication happens inside first and then it happens outside. And I believe that a lot of us are releasing um, a lot of generational pain a lot of generational limiting beliefs. And so um, so it's really important that when we feel the heaviness, that we remember to bring sacredness to it. Yeah. Oh, and, then, and then when we bring sacredness to it, now there can be gratitude because it's like, oh, thank you. All right, friends, we're bringing uh, Cheryl back in. Zoom froze. You know that happens. So Cheryl was just kind of telling us a story um, all about how when she was not able to find gratitude, what she did is she found the sacredness of it. And tell me, you were just kind of finishing up how the two are connected, the sacredness and the gratitude. Yes. So when it's difficult to find gratitude, I go to sacredness first reminding myself that everything is sacred, even the difficulty, even the difficult emotions I'm feeling. Yeah, it's so true. It's, there's just, I don't know. I mean, I know it sounds trite to say that everything happens for a reason, but I like to believe that everything is working out in my greatest and highest good, especially when things don't go well, because it's like, no, but if everything is working out in my greatest and highest good, then that wasn't supposed to happen that way and it's okay and something this or something better, right? So I'm not saying it's easy to think like this. I'm just saying it's, we got to do the work, right? There's work, my friend, you know, absolutely. Um, Cheryl, I've just, I've loved our time together so much and I'm sure people are wondering, you know, how do they connect with you? How do they work with you? Um, because you said you work with organizations. Do you also work with people individually? Absolutely. So okay. my work is threefold with organizations, also with individuals, one-on-one mentorship, and also in the mastermind groups that I absolutely adore because um, it, it's so exciting to develop these principles together, to practice the intuitive side together and to embrace these principles to support business as well. Oh, that sounds like something I definitely want to look into. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Cher, where do you like to hang out uh, on the internet? What's your website, Facebook? Where are you? Where do you spend most of your time? Right now, I am a combination of Facebook and LinkedIn, and okay. I'm learning Instagram. I'm not very good at it yet. And, <laughs> and of course, my, my website. Okay. Is your website CherylBrewster.com? Nope. It's theintuitivelife.com. And <laughs> yeah, and theintuitivelife.com is my website. I okay. do have, uh, I will be starting a, um, a YouTube channel shortly as Ooh. well. So fun. Okay. Amazing. So of course we'll make sure all the links are available. However, Cheryl, uh, you know, can look her up. I mean, she's got some amazing work. I'm imagining if you put Cheryl Brewster intuitive into your Google search bar, you would find her very easily. Thank you again for connecting with us today on this beautiful level, this reminder of love, you know, living from love, this call to joy. I can't wait for your book to come out. When would you have an approximate when we might see your book? Do we know yet? I'm waiting for September, which is my birthday. Okay. Amazing. Looking forward to it. So thank you again. I'm just, I'm so grateful for our time together. Thank you, Julie. Thank you for listening right to the end of the podcast. I hope this episode inspired you to choose to practice gratitude in different ways than you might have before. If you're not already following the podcast on your favorite app, all you have to do is click on the check mark or plus sign under the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast name to make sure that you're alerted of all the new episodes. If you really enjoy this podcast and want others to hear about it, it would mean so much if you could leave a review on your favorite app. Your review can help others to find the podcast and start to join us in choosing to wake up with gratitude every single day.